Hello, and welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast dedicated to geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. My name is Everett, and I'll be your host, and welcome to our first ever Childhood Favorites episode over Labyrinth. This is my wife, Kendall's favorite childhood movie, and I discussed it with her and our friends, Seth and Matt. Uh, it was a fun little conversation, especially since it was Seth's first time seeing it. Um, there are, of course, spoilers for the movie, but I don't think anything else, so enjoy the conversation. Yeah, you were gone, yeah. So, but I was gone. So you missed Kindle's guilty pleasure. You did. Oh, you did. Okay. Everybody said you would have loved it. <laughs> it was like an anime come to life. <laughs> yeah, you should have been here. Sucker Punch? I've never seen it. I remember, I don't remember the trailer, but I remember seeing the trailer whenever that was. Just take it home with you. Yeah. Yeah, you need to see it. I need to bring you Drag Me to Hell back. Have you watched it? It's actually funny. We were. Did you like it? I did. Trying to figure out we who were all has our movies. All of, adding all of our Black Friday Blu rays to our uh, shelves. Uh huh. And I was. I realized uh, it was going to split up Lord I of the Rings. Realized. And I'm like, oh, I hate, I hate when that happens. I have to <laughs> right. have them oh. all together. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, and yeah. And so uh, then I realized, oh wait, there's stuff missing because mm-hmm. I noticed Independence Day was missing because we first we got the sequel, and I'm like, where? I swear we owned that. I swear we bought it a while back. And then I realized Seth's brother Trent had it. I just then I was like, oh wait, and Matt has dragged me to hell. Yep. So that'll put those two movies will push them down to the next shelf. And then they'll be with their brother. Perfect. Everett called me, and just prior, the day before, Trent was like, "Oh, hey, I have uh, Everett's Independence Day and Mortal Kombat. Um, so whenever you go over there tonight, just give them to him." And then uh, he picked me up from somewhere that wasn't my house, so I didn't have him, and I completely forgot about it. Anyways, <laughs> and he called me the next day, and I was like, "Yeah, I have those actually." <laughs> You, oh, except for you guys completely forgot Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah, I was it. like, yeah, Seth said, oh, yeah, he said uh, he needed me to give you those. And I was thinking, those? What, <laughs> a, what other one does he have? I, <laughs> I think still we, have your uh, I forgot Mad we even loaned him. Yeah, yeah, you need to freaking watch that, too. I know. I know. Fury Road or no, I, the original. I actually ended the up watching first one. I think that's one of my favorite things about owning physicals is that you can share... Share films mm. with all your friends. Mm. Yeah. But uh, you have to start with, do you have a Blu-ray player? No. Because I think no. Most some people, people are now. I have an Mo- Most people. Uh, yeah, most people. Most everyone people. I know outside of this kind of group does not have a Blu-ray player. Really? I think at least most people our age either has a, a PS3, Xbox yeah. One, or PS4 yeah. able to play. Here's here's my take, and like maybe it, kind of a random tangent about physical media. I feel like Blu-ray is going to be the last kind of hurrah for it. Right. We're going to have Blu-rays will continue and they'll do Ultra HD. I think for like maybe the really big films, it'll be kind of occasional, but Blu-ray will become more of like the collector's market. Mm-hmm. Um, you have companies like Scream Factory, Shout Factory, Arrow, Synapse, people like that um, putting out like these crazy, like, uh, it's funny we're doing Labyrinth because I just got Phenomena 
um, a steelbook, like three disc set from Synapse. And Phenomena was released in the States as Creepers. And when it came out on VHS, it came out after Labyrinth because there was a huge delay because it did terribly. And back in the VHS days, sometimes it would take a year, sometimes even two for a VHS to come out. And when it came out on VHS, they marketed it at, marketed as a sequel to The Labyrinth. When in Europe, it was this weird horror film, but over here it became this this cut down 80 minute fantasy film with random scenes inserted to make it more get appropriate and kind of in line with this. Huh. Uh, but I just got that and like, it's, uh, it's definitely things like that or what's going to be around for physical media, I think going forward. Hmm. That's that's my take anyway. Hmm. Yeah. And it, well Why you have to look at me? Collectors are going to be happy forever at least. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, we have discussions about maybe, maybe they stop making Blu-rays. Cuz there's a re- like an abundance of DVDs at the store and limited Blu-rays. It's really annoying. Well, the stores are still they the cater to the lowest denominator. Yeah. Everybody who are the the s- small man or the small groups that are still into collecting, they're going online in the first place. They're yeah. probably not going to go to those stores to look for the stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I immediately go to the internet when I. But yeah. And I'm like, oh, I want this Blu-ray. Amazon. <laughs> and I mean, uh, another thing about like uh, like the collector's market is like that the phenomenon Blu-ray was a uh, limited edition of three thousand. And mm. I just got another one that's like a limited edition of a thousand. Oh. Um, so that's kind of I think where we're headed. We're here, headed towards short runs, and those that really truly want that film will have access to that film. They'll keep up with that film, and they'll have their chance. And then after that, it's kind of gone for good. It's gone for maybe ever until everything. Everybody's okay with just streaming everything. Which I mean, like with some films, I'm fine with that. I I don't mind streaming some films. I used to be really big in streaming, but it was because I I was impatient, you know. Like I was like, I want to watch this, and I want to watch watch sure. it right now, and I didn't want to pay for it, so right. I'd just be like, all right, I'm gonna stream more. Now, I I actually really enjoy buying stuff, but I'll, at the same time, I buy stuff online, so I have to be like, all right, I want to watch this movie, but I have to watch it in two days. But whatever. I, it, with video games, though, it's different for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone towards the uh digital right stuff but i have mostly because mostly what i play is indie stuff mm-hmm. yes yeah. and mm-hmm. most most indie games are don't have physical yeah. Right. yeah the occasional one does and uh like there's a there's a really cool company not many people have heard of called, called limited run games and if you have a favorite indie title that's been any kind of success they put out like maybe uh five thousand units of it on like its systems that it's come out on like PS Vita or PS4 or whatever, and you can get your hands on a physical. And uh, I'm a huge PS Vita player. I know you had one for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I still play mine to this day, and I it goes with me just about everywhere. It's my favorite little console. Do you have it with you? I don't, but I had it today at work. I dropped oh, it off gosh. before <laughs> before I came here. <laughs> I uh, I only played the Vita once, but it was to play a, a PlayStation One game that I bought digitally on the, P- the ps3, PS3. Yeah. yeah yeah that's another <laughs> cool thing Eric was can... like hey you can borrow my ps vita when you go out of town it was a while mm-hmm. ago and i was like okay <laughs> cool yeah. and i actually really like the feel of it i think yeah, yeah. but anyways random tangent mm-hmm. yeah. 
Well, um, we're on to a new sub-series. Uh, I don't know what this is going to be. We discussed our considerations of masterpieces, but do you consider this movie a masterpiece? I don't even know what that we- means. So, Like it's perfect. In your eyes, flawless. it's a perfect, flawless film from start to finish. If not, we can post it as GC I've faves. already got mine ready. Uh, I don't know. I whatever. Don't know what, we can figure know. that out later. We don't have to discuss what it is exactly to you. But we're going over Labyrinth, the uh, 1986 mm-hmm. um, fantasy adventure film uh, yeah. featuring or starring Jennifer Connelly um, and featuring Frank Oz, Jim Henson, and David Bowie's crotch. <laughs> Yes. Prominently. <laughs> Very. Especially during that dance number. It's just like kind of flopping yeah. all around. Like, <laughs> grab your rifle. Or whenever he walks over to Hoggle oh, and he's yeah. like, like right in his face. He's like, <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, here, like, here's the crotch and here's Hoggle. And it's just like, talk to it, Hoggle. I want you to talk to it. Oh, this man. is where you are in life. Um, Kendall grew you up on my this grace. film. Um, and I didn't see it till I was older, and I think she introduced me to it. I did. Interesting. Probably when it was on Netflix at I one point. I watched the hell out of this as a kid. Me too. I just now saw it for the first time. <laughs> I made so ever watch it like four years ago, maybe three. I, I mean, I definitely heard about it, and I'd seen stuff about it. I just, I'm, I, I'm, always, I'm still bad about it. Like, I'll see a movie, and I'll be like, oh, that looks interesting, and I won't watch it until Everett shows it. This, we I've, have a list. I've been showing. Yeah. Seth, I have a notebook. Movies for years here and there, but one of my favorite things about this podcast is it actually forces me to have to show him movies. <laughs> yes, so, yes. So I, I, I can finally get the ball off on. a handful of the lists so far. So it's nice. Yeah. Which you can now check it off through your phone. Labyrinth. Yeah. Check. Um, I saw this as a kid. First time I saw it was on. Uh, I caught the, l- I caught from the first major song and dance number, uh, which is uh, "You Remind Me of a Babe," uh, onward, and was really like, "What am I?" I was a kid. I was like, "What am I watching?" Like, I don't quite understand this. And whenever like the, um, man, what are they called? The uh, fiery things. The chill. They have a name. The oh, chilies. I think they're called. Fiery. They called call themselves the Fire Gang in the in the oh, song. Oh, okay. Is that what they are? The Fire Gang. Okay, I can. The song is Chilly Down, though. Chilly Down. Okay, yeah. Um, so those things, like when that came on, I was like, what? Like, I did not Freaks understand. You out. Yeah, what I did not. Happening? I was like, I didn't understand a thing about them. I was like, where, where did these guys even come from? Why are they? What makes this girl? Like, I was so confused. Um, that part always scared me when I was really little. I've heard like, that a lot. <laughs> I heard that a lot. I didn't know, know what we, they were gonna do to her. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get, take her head off. <laughs> but God. eventually, I caught it. I caught the full thing, and uh, I had a friend that lived around the corner whose dad was. I mean, this guy collected albums like you wouldn't believe. Like you go in, it was like walking into a record store, like a record store. Yeah, and uh, I was like, "Does your dad have anything by David Bowie?" And he's like, he's got it all. And I was like, does he have the labyrinth? And he's like, I'll have to ask. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. And 
we ask his dad and his dad's like, I've got the labyrinth. He's like, what makes you interested in that? And I was like, it was on the Disney channel. I was like, they played that on the Disney channel. <laughs> and yes. I was I was like, yeah. And Subliminal he was like, messaging. He, he just, he, his face was just so bewildered. Like, he's like, do you know what that movie's about or what that movie's got in it? And I was like, bunch of creatures and scary things. And he was like, yep, that's exactly what it's got in it. <laughs> Correct. And crutches. And crutches. Don't think about drugs. <laughs> This movie had a lot of drugs. Yeah. But that was my introduction to Labyrinth. Of course, I went on and loved it. And um, Kendall, I, this is your pick for whatever this thing is we're doing. Um, how do you feel about David Bowie? I love David Bowie. Oddly enough, I love David Bowie because I love the Labyrinth. Do you, but, but do you I like don't, the music? I don't know hardly any David Bowie songs besides the ones in this movie. I know like a handful, but that's it. Okay. Probably. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, because I yeah. was whenever whenever I saw that, I was like, okay, either she, either she grew up with this movie, or she's a really hardcore David Bowie fan, <laughs> is what I thought. And I was like, surely she's not a David Bowie. Big I'm a David hardcore Jareth fan. You and so many others. <laughs> but yeah, so that yeah, no, it's because I love the movie. Seth, this your first time. It That's was weird to. Because you are the fantasy guy in this group. Yeah. Like, it, this is, I mean, they even cover everything in glitter in this film to make it feel <laughs> more do. fantastical. Yeah. Well, it was it was funny because um, I tried not to think too much about the movie before watching it because, you know, I knew this this day was coming. And uh, in, in my mind, like, I had pictured, like, I was like, it's going to be a little weird, I'm sure, you know. But then I, I like I sat down and I was ready. I'm like fantasy, fantasy, fantasy. And then the uh, the opening the, scene, the opening like she's no, the, like just the menu thing like starts oh, with playing. The owl? Oh, with the owl, the yeah, digital the, owl. The, the, yeah, no, the, like, the Blu-ray menu the with Blu-ray like the menu. Oh, oh, oh. And oh, okay. screenshots. What? <laughs> like what? I'm missing something. It, yeah, I was already like confused. But then the movie started, and we get we see the main character for the first time, and she's like out in the park and she's like reciting something and she's even got the outfit on and well before that you get the CG out well, with the, the guitar, guitar. With the guitar was, solo we, just the whole time I was watching I was like I gotta tell you about the CG out <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay I will tell you when I was a kid that looked so real <laughs> <laughs> when I Actually, was a kid, I, I seeing it the like first time, before, yeah. I was like, "That owl looks amazing." And then whenever we watched it, like, <laughs> I watched it for the first time in a while, like I think six months ago. But even more so, like that was just on a, like a little, a little TV. But watching it on your TV and uh, <laughs> 4K, <laughs> Blu-ray, yeah, and, like I was like, "That looks like dog shit." Like, <laughs> that looks so bad. what? <laughs> <laughs> and I, like I, I used to think that transition from like the the fake owl to the, the real owl was so, so smooth, and it, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like I just got whiplash. You're right, that's what I was thinking. But anyways, it was funny though because um, I forgot to mention this. On the way here, Everett was like, "Yeah, so you know, I'm wanting to do the new series," and I asked I love him. Your impression. <laughs> I asked him. You know. Uh, you know, I was doing the new series, and uh, I said. Um, so is it just the opposite of our um, guilty pleasures? Essentially. Um, and that's what I asked. And I was like, because I want to do Kubo in the two strings because it's in 97, so that would fit. And he was like, well, it's not about ratings. It's about like if you think the movie is a masterpiece. And I remember seeing in the message that Everett had said 
that this was Kendall's pick. So in my mind, I was like, masterpiece. <laughs> 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 this well, could just it, be like childhood picks or something. Right, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a masterpiece in her eyes. It right, doesn't no, like... Yeah, but it was just so funny because the menu, I was like, Masterpiece. masterpiece and then <laughs> it starts and I'm like masterpiece, masterpiece? <laughs> well so like the original Ow. intent of this series obviously was to be like the, the masterpiece series masterpiece and, I mean what? everybody has one of those films oh, yeah. that, that they deem because this doesn't count as a guilty pleasure of course no they, no, it uh, doesn't they deem perfect. through my mind for like a little uh, a little jog but that's the interesting thing is like through these series we get to learn more and more about each other oh yeah um and everybody has their own like you said you already have your masterpiece film figured out mine's Mm -hmm. the fly from 86 same year as this one actually but what's yours mine's kubo and the two strings that's your masterpiece yeah and i just bought it and i'm really excited to i'm really curious to see that one so yeah yeah ever give yours picked out no i don't because I was going through this, and that's one thing when I was talking to Seth about, I'm not sure if this is, and apparently Kindle isn't either, if this is really I her don't masterpiece. Know what that means. Because I mean, and I can see in her mind how she loves this movie because it's fun and all, but also I would think once you see that green screen scene with the fire gang, you have to understand this is not an, a masterpiece. No, no. and the flying but, baby. Um, so it could, we could do a subseries of just geek cinema favorites. And yeah, this could or fall childhood into that favorites. Yeah, I like childhood yeah. favorites. Childhood That's favorites. my yeah. childhood favorite. Yeah, I, my childhood favorite would be uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the 90s, and that is an amazing film if you've never seen it. <laughs> is that a masterpiece? Animated, uh, <laughs> you know, actually, if you asked me as a kid, I would tell you yes. Like yes. That, that, There's nothing better than that movie, and I still get chills watching it, like certain lines and things. Um, I yeah, almost bought the three-pack the, the other day. It was for one. six bucks on Blu-ray, and I almost you should have Here's set it back. the deal with the Labyrinth, guys. Did you watch The Dark Crystal growing up? No, no I watched Not it. Not growing up. Have you I seen, it? seen it? Yes. Seen it? No. I That's freaking hate it. I Everybody never watched will... it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Someone was like, you like the labyrinth? Go watch Dark Crystal. Terrible. Hate it. Awful. Never want to watch it again. Never ending story? Yes. You all love it, right? Hated it as a it child. Again. Hated it. Labyrinth was my movie. Okay. I have two things. One, why did you hate Dark I Crystal? I don't know. Like, I watched it alone. It was just there was no singing, dancing David Bowie. For real, no, like it actually, was. It, there was no David Bowie's crotch. Actually, you know, I never noticed his crotch as a child. <laughs> Most I, don't. Wow. Good thing. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, I still didn't even think it was that prominent this time. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. <laughs> like I didn't see the shape. It's just a normal bulge. I don't understand. No, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, only when he jumps was, around. Dark Crystal oh, yeah. is long. <laughs> it was creepy, dark, and I didn't like the puppetry. Okay. It's interesting that that is your reaction to it because this film was made as a reaction to that film. This mm-hmm. film was proposed like, hey, like I, Jim, I would love uh, the the, I forget that his name is Brad something, but he's uh, his Jim Henson's partner essentially, um, or concept artist, and he's like, I'd love to work more with you, but we got to do something lighter, and this is what they came up with. Yee! Um. A lot of people put those two films hand in hand. My second thing was, is I actually do not like the original Never Ending Story. But part two, I love. 
I don't. I've seen it's all of so them too. Since I've seen I, I haven't seen I all never the first watched one, them actually. again after I watched them as a kid because my sisters watched them and I would leave the room because I hated them. Did you know there's a third one with Jack Black? I that is the worst thing I've ever heard. So. I've but never seen it. I know my but I know it exists. Like, I might have watched it because I know my family was really big on watching at least the first two. Like We would all like have a family movie night. We'd sit around and we'd we'd watch them like back to back basically. Yeah. And we might may have seen the third one too. It also I don't know. scared me as a child too. It was it was funny though because um it opens up and the main character you know doing her thing dressed up role playing mm-hmm. yeah dressed up and she runs back home and she's really dramatic and she's like reciting all this stuff and at first I was like ah oh, there's something about this that that's making me feel weird and then I thought more and I'm like this is like a is your life a way over the top version of what I was like in elementary school <laughs> and middle school? It was just like, not there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you forgot high school. No, you're right. You're right. Now still <laughs> early adulthood. Reciting things when I'm upset, <laughs> and, like babies, and wishing them to go away. Goblet King. Seth's in his room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was curious of all your reactions because I, I wish you hadn't seen the D- the Blu-ray menu. No, I kind of because. Mad looking I, I i don't i mean we haven't really discussed it much but obviously i really like this movie because so many puppets so, so many practical many effects puppets. i love jim henson and uh mm-hmm. this is i think one of his best works well, babe you should watch um, the behind the scenes this was his sec second or third movie something like that third movie because he did didn't he do Jim Henson, I think, did the caper, the Muppet caper, and then he did Dark Crystal, and then he did this. I think you're talking about just direction, right? Seth, what did you? Seth, did you did you catch? Were you paying attention? I wanted to tell you before the start. Pay attention to all the little details. He will notice the next time he watches. You will because like the very beginning, all the toys in her bedroom are all creatures. They're all the creatures in. There's there's a a Ludo. There's a one of the fiery gang. mm Hmm. You mm-hmm. see, uh, what's his name? Uh, di- I can't say it. it. starts with a D. The guy who's really sassy. Uh, oh, the, the, I can't say it either. David Bowie. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dim- Dim- it's not Dim- Demetrius, but it's something like that. Oh, the fox? Yeah. You know, what was his name? Sir something. Sir. It's Hold on. I bet it's Dim- in the, in, in the, the plot But here. You, you see them all, and there's even a picture huh. of David Bowie on the left of her mirror. If you there's look two. Characters. There's two. Yeah, there's one up top that says the the stage king, and uh-huh. then underneath there's another picture of him. And I didn't see. I the couldn't one read it. Top. It was a paper clipping. Hmm. I guess they both were. I think. Well, they were like hmm. plays of. Yeah. The and then uh, the, the MC Escher. The MC Escher poster. Yeah. And I was thinking during this movie, I've seen this probably third or fourth time I've seen it. And I didn't notice all those things besides the MC Escher poster until this time around. I saw when I mean when you're later and you see oh there was the there was a vinyl record of the what was that thing that was chasing him in the tunnel? What the cleaner. The cleaner. Oh uh, yeah, and it I said saw that. The spiral. No, that's what uh, is I it saw. On my second page. The s- it, space cleaner. What did no. Didymus. What did, was Didymus it was his name. Sir yeah, Sir Didymus. The oh, slashing machine. That's it. It was was machine. the name of the record. Oh wow! And it had, and it had, and it like had the machine really on cool it. Really cool art of the machine. Yeah, that's I awesome. That I, didn't, I didn't catch the record at all. Yeah, I I had Most never noticed that before until the this second time you see a room in the, the junk. 
yeah, area. yeah. That's, that's when, when really more them. stuff I noticed. The first thing I noticed early on in the first scene was his pictures on the mirror. There's a, a stuffed Ludo. And I didn't catch yeah. that. I, I only saw him in the first when you first go into a room and it's by the door. So yeah, because I remember rewatching as a kid when I actually got to see the opening. I was like, why are they showing all the characters and why does she have stuffed animals? Are <laughs> they all? And then I was like, oh, oh. Yep, she's actually just partying with stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> I was a lot. She took a lot of like a lot of ecstasy and bit into a peach, and then all, all of a right. sudden, like she was like, <laughs> "Everything's alive." That scene is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she named her dog Merlin, and yeah. that, that outsold right then. Uh, of course, like, no matter were. where this movie goes, <laughs> I'm <got>, I'm on board. <laughs> and for some reason, this movie made me want to watch The Black Cauldron again. I don't like you. I love that movie. That's one of my guilty pleasures that I want to do sometime. I've only seen it once as a kid, and I don't remember it. I play the video game a lot. Video game? I have no interest. Yeah, in there was a video game. game. I want to get the books. There was a speaking of video games. There was actually a video game in the labyrinth. I was thinking that, like, in my mind while watching this, I was like, "This could be a good video game." Yeah, well, it was done by George Lucas at Lucas Arts, mm. and it was thirteen hours. The real game was oh, thirteen sweet. hours long. Oh, just like the the movie. Mm. Like you have thirteen hours to solve the labyrinth. Which, speaking cool. of George Lucas, I saw his name in the credits. Yeah, he producer. was like, so producer, yeah. just a producer. Ex- yeah. Okay, I assumed he, he was involved in the owl sequence at the beginning. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, like, I sh- like he didn't do any press for this film. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of just was hands off. Like, this is Jim's thing, and this. I mean, this was essentially Jim's. T- in Jim's mind, it was like his perfect film. Hmm. Which is really sad because it it didn't even make half of its budget. I think it had a twenty five million dollar budget and only made twelve million, twelve point nine million in the box office. So it made a half. And nowadays, it's a cult classic. Yeah. and makes so much money off merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. Um, which sad that he couldn't get to see it. Kindle brought up the Ludo doll a second ago. Did you pick a, like recognize Ludo at all? Did he? He seemed familiar to you. Yeah, he looks, he looks like an orangutan. Like to me, he always looked like a the redheaded cousin of a wampa. Yes, from oh, yeah. from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I was thinking Star Wars creature, and I was also thinking like he looked like how I think it was what the creatures look like in Sleeping Beauty, kind of. There's a lot of creatures in Sleeping yeah. Beauty, buddy. The, it's the not goblin, the fairies, the I know that. Ones. Yeah. Uh, I guess I haven't seen all of Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, it's been a long time for me, apparently. <laughs> I don't remember any Buddha-looking uh, creatures. Just like a big version of them. Did you ha- Was he your favorite creature effect? He is. Oh, I don't know. I wrote down all of them because my... F- they're so fun, especially what what did we decide his name was? The fox. Didymus. I was gonna say Demetrius, and I'm like, that's not right. Demetrius. I like Didymus. I really like the symmetrical the cat door guards. Yeah, yeah, whatever they are. Um. Oh, okay. I was like cat door guard. They look like lions to me. Yeah, cats. I guess. They're like rat people. Those are really cool. The door. Knockers, yeah, they those, were. They were really, really cool. Awesome. Those, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter, can you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's lots of fun, and it's such 
it seems like they just had all these great ideas. I mean, I guess a lot of it was based off of just concept art from Brian Froud. Brian, that's the guy. Yeah, I was trying to think of him earlier. Yeah. And uh Call him Brad. I'm guessing they just he had all these ideas and sketches and they're like Let's take all these and make let's a movie. Say, let's make a movie, yeah. The Helping Hands is pretty original. Yeah. Uh, that, that, what did you guys kids. think of that? Scene? I thought that was awesome. Scared it was really cool. Me as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. Like, uh, uh, yeah, that, it looked awesome, too. It looked really, really good. Yeah, yeah. and then you have the the talking down. walls when they're leaving that cave. <laughs> and they're all no, <laughs> turn back. Turn back now. Yeah, he's like, I uh, I only get to do it once in a while. Please, please, please. <laughs> it just made me think of uh, what's that old Nickelodeon game show? Legends of the Hidden Temple. Legends of the Hidden Temple. That made me think. I of that, love that show. That talking, talking Don't head remember. guy. Olmec. 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 I didn't ever see that until high school. <laughs> they made a movie. They really? just made a movie, a TV movie. I heard about that. I don't know where. Probably a, another podcast. Premiered uh, Thanksgiving Day, actually. Weird. Haven't seen it yet, but I want to. Well, Seth, so we start with what we had said. Starts with CGL. Then mm. it goes on to uh, her. her doing her speech, and mm. she runs home to get in trouble and mm-hmm. yell at her stepmom. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, usual, usual stuff. Usual. Normal. And then you get her grabbing the baby. Shaking it. Immediately <laughs> goes. Shaking it indeed. Goes to a room full of goblins. Does that throw you off in it at that point? Um, no, creepy. I was starting to come get, out of nowhere. Well, like, I, I, my mind was going through such weird things throughout that entire spiel. Masterpiece. Spiel. Masterpiece? <laughs> yeah, because I'm getting like... And plus, then I started comparing myself to her, and it made me feel horrible. Because then she, <laughs> she gets into the baby's room, and she's like, all of a sudden turned completely evil. And she's like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just, I'm just gonna say now we were all that kid one day in our oh yeah, you know for sure. what I mean. And that's Definitely why I didn't, I didn't lose that because I was like, oh god, I was like that sometimes. And like she starts talking in the mirror and she's reciting this stuff, and I'm like, it's about to get weird. I can feel it. And it's then, just you, huh? It was just you. Yeah, probably. And <laughs> then the goblin showed up, and then David Bowie showed up, and I thought I. That scene was really cool. Um, yeah, Jareth. Uh, this was his. He hadn't done much. Uh, this was surprisingly. Um, well, maybe not surprisingly. He did a, ma- a movie called The Man Who Fell to Earth, which he was amazing in. Hmm. Um, it's a science fiction. He plays an, uh, plays an alien, obviously, right? So he plays an alien trying to save his family. It's a really weird kind of art film. Hmm. Uh, and then he did Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. That sounds I'm, really and I believe that came out right before, before this or after, and he's a. Uh, it's in uh, Vietnam, and he plays a prisoner of war. You've probably never seen it, because I it, it maybe it might just be called Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, but it has nothing to do with Christmas at all. Mm. Um, and then he did this, and it was really impressive to see like what he could do, mm. and uh, he took he, he actually wanted to do this part. Because he wanted to be able to create, he wanted to do a musical, and he wanted to be able to create music for all ages, something that would transcend his normal audience. So hmm. we end up with the labyrinth. You're me of the babe. What babe? Which the music in this was fantastic. I love all the, the score work, not just the musical numbers with David Bowie, right. but uh, all the, the like build up. 
the sense and yeah. oh man it's right up my favorite alley. yeah i was gonna say my favorite that's part what of i was 80s. thinking when i was when when i was playing i was like matt loves uh-huh. <laughs> yeah but then after we get that scene with those creatures then it goes and she leaves the room yeah. goes back light switch doesn't work right and then it turns into kind of a horror creepy scene with yeah. the like it was very yeah. sudden it did throw me off a little bit like they look out and they see it and then they're just there and there's no like walking into it they're just like there i liked it i, I actually thought it was kind of mm-hmm. cool i also was i know i don't there's something about the way that uh jareth with the orbs you know in his hands when he's talking it's fushigi <laughs> that was so cool yeah, when he when he says, "I have a gift for you," and then she says, "What is it?" I just imagine it going into a fushigi ad. Impress all your friends. Yeah, those and those were not his hands. I knew there was. I mean, it didn't look. If you kind of watch it, you just see it like unless he's holding his hand, his arms out like way from his body and doing that. Like it just doesn't make sense. I never noticed. Because you're just watching the things move. I mean, I didn't notice it so much uh, whenever the camera's behind him, but whenever it's in front of him and he's just kind of doing his thing, I was like, that looks really wrong. Like there's something (laughs) my (laughs) my mind is broken. Yeah, this movie actually made me think that a lot, though. Oh, did it? Yeah. Because <laughs> then all of a sudden you're in another world. Oh, yeah, I know. Like she's from her house to this other world. I mean, world. been there, though. And she meets uh, Hogwart. Hoggle. Or, oh. Edward? Stop it. Higgle? Higgle? <laughs> that was good. That, that was, was good. Though. Head and hog brain. Good. That was good. <laughs> this movie was so funny. I wasn't expecting. I, that was something else that I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting. I laughed. I felt like I laughed a lot while watching this because... It's it, was, it, it was great. It has a lot of Muppet humor in it. It does. Like, very Jim Henson. So then we we meet... She goes through the labyrinth a little bit. Mm. She's been Hello. T- yeah, we meet, we meet the so worm. Funny. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't want to go that way. He's <laughs> the, he's the uh. anomaly. He may be the anomaly. Um, because while it doesn't explicitly say in the movie, uh, Jareth makes everybody an island like they're not allowed to love they're not allowed Mm. to have friends Mm. um but he's the anomaly because and he says i'm just a worm but like he has a missus so that implies he has a family or he was going to take her into his little hole and just kill her or something i don't know we never (laughs) see the missus but uh but they're all meant to be desolate like they're not they're not ever meant to love Mm mm-hmm yeah, I guess I didn't think about it. I um, never ever thought about that at all. I read the book whenever I was a kid, and that was one of the only things that I remember from it. I just um, assumed he didn't want them to have anything to do with her. And I thought maybe it was a deleted scene or something like that. I remember researching it, and I researched it again uh, whenever I found out we were going to do this for you, just to make sure I had my story straight. But yeah. Never would have thought about it. When she's in there, um, one thing that's really cool is the walls actually by her and then the mat work behind Mm -hmm. it looks actually like a long tunnel and i was just wondering how long actually was that like how many times did they have to reshoot put more branches in there change them out and Mm -hmm. i I need to watch the behind the scenes for this when you do the intro for this episode instead of saying hello can you go hello hello (laughs) hello sure i'll do that for you um (laughs) (laughs) 
Speaking of the, the mat work, the only time I noticed the mat work was whenever her and Jareth are standing there before she enters the maze. The maze, like mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like that's that's complete mat work. But like that effect where she's running through the tunnel still holds up. Yeah, seriously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. looks great. And then uh, also the one cool effect is the the eyeball moss that she walks oh, by. Oh yeah, it's yeah. funny because like the that. first time you see the eyeball moss, if you're paying attention. As soon as she enters the maze, there's some moss with eyeballs, but they're just, just googly, googly eyes. eyes. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I stuck on them, that. and then she walks further. And I then forgot you see the about the moss. effect, and I was like, Are those googly, googly eyes, eyes? <laughs> stuck on those, stuck on that wall. That 4K TV. <laughs> <laughs> googly eyes makes everything better. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight up googly eyes. As also something that I was really excited about this movie, just from the beginning, because you kind of get the vibe from her that she had a lot of character development to go till the mm-hmm. end. Because there is still, I mean, even That's though, like, I, there. yeah, there's those I really got tired of, like, of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it when he's like, what do you have to compare <laughs> to? <laughs> I was like, that's exactly, I say that yeah. all the time. You wouldn't believe, right. like, how many times I say that or think that. Mm. And, but, like, watching that, I was like, in the end, like, this is annoying right now, but in the end, she's going to get better. Because, of course. But, and she did. And it was cool. Because in the beginning, even though I was comparing my younger self to her, I didn't like her because it was pointing out some of the annoying things that I used to do. So. Mm, you yeah. used to shout, it's not fair and storm. It's room. not fair. Yeah. Did you think she was going to walk into a wall or a cheesy effect whenever the worm's like, it's just right there? Like. It's right behind you. I honestly, in my mind, I was thinking she was just going to like put her hand through it and it was going to be an illusion. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like when she walked, I, it like made my eyes go, huh? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. She didn't do anything at first. <laughs> she just walked towards the wall. I still can't tell the split on that. Like, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, it no. so it many times. She w- so her body's behind it yeah. a little bit. Yeah, uh, that's one of the coolest one, and they do it later again. The same effect with the there's a three rocks, and it makes a face oh, from, from one yeah. that was cool. There's and then one actually that was really cool. At least two different scenes like that, because there's the rock that does that, and then Hoggle walks through it, and then you see Jareth standing on the rocks of his yeah. own freaking face, and then there's one another time that they're walking in the forest, and it's like. The branches make his face. Yeah, there's like hmm. you can see his face his five face is or six everywhere. times in this movie. Jeez. I I don't know how, but or where they're all at. But I, I bet read. they're all when he appears. Yeah, I caught a couple of them in there. I um, bet. Which, speaking of him, right after that we get um, the scene in the castle, which the I have to give it to him. He's um, sold thousands of. Or millions of records, millions of records, yeah. And, there we um, go. S- sold thousands of seat theaters, I'm sure. Oh yeah. And uh, he's in a room dancing and singing around puppets and throwing a fake baby in the air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another obvious thing on the 4K TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was only yeah, that like last, two small parts. Though. Yeah, that last throw or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I was like, oh, that what baby's head hasn't been like that. He catches it, and then you see him like swaying, and I was like, you know, he could have had a real baby in his hand for that one. Like, he could right. dance with a baby. And- mm. Yeah. Just the throwing. Yeah. Hey, at, at least it was a baby and not a little 
um, person. Well, I mean, <laughs> because there was a movie in the eighties uh, called Burial Ground, and they put a thirty-year-old man in place of an eight-year-old child. <laughs> oh man! And it is the most awkward and weirdest thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> That's incredible. So at least they did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get me a puppet any day over that. I mean, like it. it plus, it was another laugh. Seeing yeah. the fake baby being thrown up abnormally high, you know, it was just funny. Yeah, that that definitely made me laugh. And yeah. then later, another part that made me laugh, which I had forgotten about the mixture of the real and fake Ambrosius. And so <laughs> yes. the but first time you comes s- up. the first time you see him, the fake head pops around the tree, and I'm like, <laughs> "What? I thought he was real." And then the real one comes back around. Right. Oh, there. Th- that was a fun mixture. <laughs> so we go from. Uh, we we go from her entering actually properly entering the maze to what she talks to the old uh the old man with the the hat the, the, the proto Jar Jar Binks on his head yeah mm-hmm. did anybody else think that no that's all I can think about when I saw that this time I don't know why I thought Vulture but because it's red yeah. and it's got that high pitched voice and I was like this is right. like and probably it's just because Star Wars is in the air and on my mind and. Oh Breathing it in daily. Breathing it daily. So I just, uh, yeah, I was, I was like, it was like that looks like Proto Jar Jar Pinks. I yeah. really like that 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 scene. There's something about it. I like that old man, like his character. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> He's just really very cranky. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very very cranky. You get that old man that kind of. I it, it, he didn't really help very much, but <laughs> did absolutely nothing. But no. she gave him a nice shiny ring. <laughs> yeah. Probably plastic. Hopefully. I love, that was cubic circle. That was a great scene. That's really the telltale sign of whether she really went through all this or if it was just in her imagination. If she still has the ring on the end, mm. I've never looked for it. But that'd and be the a bracelet. Good one to go back for. Bracelet. Oh yeah, bracelet. Yeah. That's your next assignment, Seth. I was homework. <laughs> go back and, and if watch she it vomits again. Vomits the next um, day from that. eating the worms, you know, in the peach. All right. <laughs> 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 Which okay, we're gonna talk about. You brought up the peach. We gotta. I, ta- that. Uh, oh, he did. He totally. Okay, just gotta, I just got. Yeah. I just got. I just breaking breaking down here. That scene, the dance scene. Oh yeah. With a formal dance scene that's almost like it's very scary because like those people are wearing frightening masks mm-hmm. and everybody just yeah. has sinister looks all around. Oh, yeah. All staring at her. But that whole thing feels so out of place. It did. It seemed like, like he was like. Almost in love with her. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, seem like romance. Guys, yeah, he is in love with her. That's what she says at the beginning of the movie. Right. Mm. Yes, she said. But what they didn't know is the Goblin King had fallen in love with the girl and had given her, I don't know, basically uh, so the ability powers. to get rid of Toby. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I I missed that. that but like, yeah, I did cut yes, that. he loves her. Mm. But I mean, but still, like that. Cause why? Cause that scene and is just really tonally. It's really why? weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. I mean, did you get that? <laughs> nah. Well, yeah, especially from where you are, mm-hmm. and then you go straight to that. I feel kind of the same way about the fire gang. That just that scene goes for a while. It so does go for a while. Yeah. It seems like you they just had another. They had a bubble song. scene was creepy. There was something about it that, like the the fire, that scene 
that looked so that looked really bad. And I, like, it, it took it, me out of it. It probably didn't look that bad in though, 1986. So. Yeah, but like in, a, in the theater. But I definitely feel like it's a. They had the idea. Hey, we can have these puppets that come apart into multiple pieces, and we can just be in green costumes, and then yeah. got an amazing scene. Well, hey yeah. guys, for the, the puppets audience. looked really good. I like the puppets, oh, yeah. but <laughs> that green that, screen is bad. That was really yeah, bad. It was really yeah. bad. But um, yeah, I never noticed that. Either. I liked the creepiness in the end of the, of the bubble scene when Where they're all laughing. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome, and. Uh, the masks look so good. Yeah. And, yeah, it had this, like, really sinister. That was really the sinister. most sinister scene. that I, I like just, when she yeah. breaks the breaks the mirror and they all, like, start flying around yeah. and falling. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I, it, I'm not saying I didn't like it, but, it, like, I just. I, it, it, it was sinister it just, when the rest of the movie is kind of lighthearted. Like, yeah, like, I mean, I, especially for some reason. I don't know why, but for some reason this time watching it, like, I was like, I was like, that's really dark really different and yeah, like I, I don't remember such an abrupt change in tone there but I like it yeah that yeah. peach too that looked, that looked gross I thought it looked good until the worm came out of it oh well, yeah <laughs> that's what I meant like the the worm in there but uh back in our Get story after back. we meet the bird hat guy mm. we meet Ludo with those Ooh. metal guys and the little the demon sticks. babies on the <laughs> stick. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> piranha fetus. <laughs> piranha fetus. Yeah, that's kind of. I'm glad that they explained the rock, like just showing up randomly to her later on in the movie too, because I was so confused. Oh, I was like, Oh, really? The rock just like it just. I I know. Like it's like it just circled around. <laughs> and they <laughs> what? Ludo, Ludo kind of like just passes it off, like no big deal, because um, Sir Didymus says. Ludo, you can summon rocks at your own will? And he's like, yeah, rock friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then once that happened, I was like, oh. It suddenly starts connecting the dots. <laughs> rocks. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Th- there is some sense to this. <laughs> um, but, so why? Yeah. <laughs> but why? But <laughs> why? So we meet Magic. Ludo, and then uh continues on, mm. and... What's knockers. what's next? Is that whenever door knockers and then they event yeah the door then knockers. the fiery gang is the fiery gang whenever that's whenever Ludo falls through the mm-hmm, okay to the yeah. bog just making sure that I have it right that alone. looked disgusting that did look disgusting except if you were looking too hard and then you realized that they had like a piece of uh, uh, what is that um, I wasn't looking I was looking straight into the sphincters oh yeah. Oh yeah, me too. I was I was, I was looking around. What it, I was like, oh, it looked like they had a piece of. You can see the piece of black tarp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I was kind of like, I never noticed that before. Look Damn at your TV. Four K. Four four K. It's not yes. fair. <laughs> oh, that's so great. One thing that always did bug me though is. I don't, I don't like Toby's outfit. I don't know why. I it bugs either. me. Oh, you didn't realize this is the origin story of Where's Waldo? Oh, oh they're trying so to find him. I was thinking. See, his middle name is now. Waldo. It would Toby be a Waldo. great costume. Uh, Halloween costume is for maybe, if you have a baby. I can be Toby and Kendall can be Jareth. Oh, I thought you meant <laughs> if we ever she have can children, pick you up and throw you. <laughs> you can dress up as Sarah and I'll be Gareth. Can and I be Ludo? If we have a child, she can come as. Ludo. Yeah. Tell me. You can't. Your hair al- is almost the same length. No. 
That's true. No. Yeah, that's very true. No. Yeah, no, actually, that's what I I remember thinking that as a kid, that this is the origin story for Where's Waldo, because <laughs> I was really into Waldo books when I was a kid. And man, he's an ugly crier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Did you know uh, the the baby, uh, the baby of like crying on the on the song of uh, "You Remind Me of a Babe" mm-hmm. was done by David Bowie, not a baby, <laughs> but it sounds like a baby, doesn't it? Like, yeah. wow, he was such an artist. He wrote all those songs. So okay, so we go from meeting Ludo, and we go into the <sighs> fire gang. Fire gang. Ugh. And then we get to the pit, mm-hmm. and then we get to Sir Didymus, who which steals that the show. Scene. Yes, he did. I immediately was like, yeah. "Oh, I like him." <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, I love this movie now. He's, he's definitely my favorite character. Yeah. And so yeah, it's great when he, he's fighting and Ludo's not evidently not winning the fight until no. apparently he destroys his home and he's like, "Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. you're you've bested you me. Bested me. We can be brothers." <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Like, I guess I'll go with you now. Ludo, get brother. It was so yeah. It was, was adorable. It was silly and it was adorable. <laughs> and he had that like knightly element that I love. Um, and the shaggy but dog. He's way, but he's way so Disney naive. Movie. Like oh yeah, but like he's that's, naively that's noble. Thing. Like um, like uh, well, like I, I like that. Like even uh-huh. in books, like that silly knight that you know they have their ideals that are just outrageous and. They have the sayings and all this kind of stuff that are just hilarious. I love those characters. That's, and he was that. Yeah, no no joke that was. Like the Once and Future King. Uh, Sword in the Stone has characters mm-hmm. that are like that, and that's why I love that book. So. Yeah, and uh, what in the world did... Ho- why was Hoggle... What did he go do? Could anybody tell... Well, he ran across the the pit. He's like, see you later. Yeah. And then he disappears for like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. He's just straight chilling. I think we're supposed... I, I'm okay. I'm trying to explain this way too, too, too hard. <laughs> uh, I could see it as um, them just showing he's not necessarily that redeemable. Like he doesn't have to be that generic rede- character who seems like a coward at first, but then he's redeemable. Maybe no, he, he is, is a coward. Just a coward. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, makes him jumping on that awesome looking that was so metal cool. gate guard oh, man, that later was... um, more noble. Yeah. It does. I, I I always go back and forth on Hoggle. Like sometimes I really I I'm like okay like you don't get on my nerves, but like it's just like one thing after the other after the other. It's like you are just like the worst person. <laughs> like I don't know. Um, I liked him. Even today I was watching. I was like you were getting on my nerves. You were on my last nerve. Like I would have <laughs> dipped you into the pit long ago. I guess that was something I liked about him. Yeah. That he got on Matt's nerves. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy it when. <laughs> he has floppy hands. Like that was something I noticed this time too. When he's talking to Jared, he's he like, like he's like he's like doing this, and I was like, "You have rubber hands. <laughs> you have really rubber hands." I noticed that with uh, Ludo too. Um, uh, when he's walking across the rocks on the on his the bog, feet. his when he steps, his toes just wobble. <laughs> I was like, "No, no, no! He's just nervous. <laughs> they've got it's very mechanical." <laughs> That scene when uh, Sir Didymus, Didymus. Didymus <laughs> when he gets to the gate 
Oh yeah, and, and he's like, I'll wake them all up. Yeah, I'll wake them all. I'll fight you all. You know, that's kind of stuff. In my, I've been playing too much Skyrim, but in my mind, I was like, that's me in that game. Like, you can either sneak and try to like get past it, or you can just be like, I'm gonna kill everyone. <laughs> hey, wake up! You're dead. Get ready? I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> it was uh, just as uh, it was just hilarious. It was great. Oh, um, I'd never noticed this before. Uh, I'm guessing Brian Froud. The guy who, like, with the concept art mm-hmm. from this movie, uh, the kid that plays Toby is named Toby Froud. So I'm gonna guess that's a relation, probably mm. a son, perhaps. We need a baby. Probably. Use mine. <laughs> probably. <laughs> we got a Sherlock Go Holmes over here. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys think of the the final battle? Not not with Bowie and. Uh, the, Sarah, the, but the, the I the town. love that, that it looks. That town looks awesome. Yeah, they did it so does. good on the set design. Oh man! Especially, I like the the regular building they go into in, at first, and then the secondary building that rocks after Ludo goes in. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. They were like, "How's Ludo gonna get in?" And he just rips the building out. <laughs> it's like, "Is it? Did you live here?" <laughs> You know, I'll it tell you crack already, I mean. something else that really, uh, I think probably the only like character in this that creeped me out was the old woman. Oh yeah. That. Following oh, her. She was trying to make her bear. into yeah, the same thing. Yeah. Following her around the room. Like that. putting those things on her back. Like she, what she had. She was always unsettling. This yeah. might've been one of the first times I realized that he was going to turn the baby into a goblin. So all those other goblins were probably babies at one point. Yeah. And all the trash ladies, I realized she was bundling all the things she loved on her back. Yeah. I'm she wondering was... if those are other people who tried to get a baby back. That and they failed. Gave. And they yeah. lost the labyrinth. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, all on Insane. those terms, like I've since I've seen this, I'm, I always wonder. So was she just imagining it or... Was it like an actual real thing? Because you see the owl at the end, and then her dancing with everybody. Um, she's but she's still on drugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drugs confirmed. But like, <laughs> when you Google "labyrinth explained," it's so funny to see all the articles come up. Like this elaborate fan theory about labyrinth will blow your mind. Labyrinth 1986: power, sex, and coming of age. What <laughs> <laughs> is Jim Henson's labyrinth an allegory? Specifically, for, coming of age. This an is what am I for? An allegory for date rape. <laughs> <laughs> This amazing yes. labyrinth fan created backstory just blew our minds. How to beat the labyrinth two door riddle? <laughs> See, like, good God! <laughs> I always took one. it. I always took it as um. Uh, it's kind of this is going to be good based on last week's episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not really. It's uh, I always took it. It was about. <laughs> it was about. I'm so sad. I missed that. On that. <laughs> Did you hear it? No, yeah. Just I go listen. Just, just go. Okay. I always took it as this movie was about um, being an only child um, mm. and wanting to forever be an only child mm. and having your space interrupted. Mm. Especially like, you know, Sarah's way late. Like she's, what, how old did she say? 16? I was just assuming that. Something like that. She, the typical fantasy She's age. totally like 30. So she's 16-ish and she has a new, all of a sudden has a new brother and you don't quite know is the brother uh is I it is this is this about it was between her dad oh, and the stepmom yeah, right totally. so like is it is it like about kind of like 
patchwork families uh, is it a message about patchwork family like believe it or not like it's all regardless of what you think it will work out and like it's just it's mm-hmm. something new and you'll still have all your old things all your old friends all your old spaces to explore just now there's a new dimension to your life yeah that's that's always that was always the message i took away from this film so nothing's wild as last week's <laughs> that end scene threw me for another loop too um just because i'm not used to that kind of ending i'm used to the ending like she sees him in the mirror they and say they're goodbye like goodbye forever. and then right. you know it's like this ended like an 80s film yeah it just ended and it did it like she was like well i need you <laughs> and uh, when she said that i was like whoa <laughs> Well, she is sixteen. And, yeah, you know. She's gotten to that age, I guess. But uh, so maybe, maybe, maybe the labyrinth's all about like her private place. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and getting to the center of that private place yeah. every <laughs> once in a while. She's embraced herself. And every, her every, self. every, every which one of those is a different maybe device. She got <laughs> oh the baby back. <laughs> and the Goblin King, like. She's holding, you don't even want to talk about the she, Goblin no. King. No, she's that's, holding that picture in front of her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she only needs one hand. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the she's the, the Goblin right? King yeah. is her perfect man, just waiting to come in right. and give her the baby back. Give her the baby. That, give her a give her a baby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so funny with the pants with uh, David Bowie's pants with this because I didn't know that. Tight. Tants. I didn't know. You know, I. Uh, I had no oh, I setup for that. Oh, okay, no, sorry. except for Trent, because um, I was talking to him. Trent was like, "Watch out, today. For Mr. Flippy Floppy." Well, no, because he'd never seen it before either. Uh-huh. Um, but I, w- I was in his room, and um, before I left, it, he was like, "Oh, where are you going?" I'm like, "I'm gonna go watch the Labyrinth with uh, Everett and all them." And he was like, "Oh, I own that, but I've never seen it." And I was like, "Oh," and he's like, "Oh." Oh, he was telling me about it because his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, bought it for him. Mm-hmm. And he'd never seen it, and she got it for him because she really liked it, because uh, she had a crush on David Bowie. And I remember him going, "Yeah, I guess it had something to do with tight pants." He didn't know what it meant. He didn't know what it meant. He had a beautiful face and gray hair. He didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, "That's tight it. pants." That's why he's wearing tights. Because she's never been with a guy, so she doesn't quite know what it looks like, but she kind of knows the shape. So, <laughs> she does now. So it's, like it's thinly veiled, like yeah. and you have <laughs> thinly veiled, and it is bouncing around oh, all God. over the place that, yeah, in her it, mind. Yeah. Well, that was. <laughs> I've never been, looked so closely at a crush before. Because, you have? Like, oh, in the scenes, I'm just like. No, you've never looked as close what? as Hoggle has. He <laughs> 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 got an eyeful. <laughs> Uh, I was just the whole scene. I was just like, Jesus. "How does he feel about this?" Like he's doing a scene with this, I assume, younger girl, and it's just right there. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, "Surely, see, she sees it too." And just, everybody I don't see saw the it. Issue. Uh, you know, everybody saw it. And honestly, here's, of course you here's, don't. Yeah, here's the thing: You're like a straight you, female. I've yeah. been to a ballet. It's almost the same thing. I was gonna say ballet is almost the same thing. Like That's if you if you do ballet with like somebody, you are going are a little bit tighter. Like that was the oh, thing. Oh like, yeah, they are. You might as well pants. reach out and feel it. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, I can see the tips. <laughs> but because they're tighter, like I feel like they don't jiggle as much. <laughs> 
Probably. I didn't notice any the, jiggling seen, at all. Oh, I saw jiggling. When he danced all around, oh, you remind me of like, lots of jiggling. The pants moved. I didn't see it move. I swear, uh, I yeah, saw it, just everything. It, it, <laughs> I mean, not. he might as well just I in front of you and just circle. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing the helicopter. That's right. With it. <laughs> yeah. That's how I what have we done? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. That's a, this is the um, best tangent I've ever gone on. But yeah, the end. So the ending ends with all the characters still there, which also tells you that like. Which tells you that those are her, uh, obviously were what you saw at the beginning. Those are her dolls. and But yeah. here's what's baffling to me is there's a bunch of the people that were trying to kill her in there. Yeah, just Did hanging you, out. Just hanging out. I was like, those are the dudes that just tried to kill you and you yeah. want to dance around with them? Right. Like, toss them, toss them out the window. I'm wondering She's if... She's also a very forgiving person, though. We learned that. Defeating mm-hmm. Jareth. Like freed them or something. Maybe. See, this is why whenever it's your masterpiece, you get to, uh, you get to, you have to have explanations oh, yeah. for everything. But Explanation. Yeah. He doesn't like pants because he's a king and he gets to wear what he wants. At the makes, end. All right, there it is. There yeah. it is. And yeah. we love him because his beautiful face and hair. He does have a beautiful face. He's pretty fabulous oh, looking. Like, it's he's not a his man. pants. He is a beautiful. Nobody man. cares yeah. about his pants. Um. Just you guys. What did you guys think of that? Self-conscious about your own pants. I am. I don't, I would never. If we lost you, Everett, my face would be red. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> He's flustered. Um, what did you guys think about the uh, the standoff between the two? The that final was awesome was that not? And I will tell you, I still cannot figure out how they do the David Bowie. Flip. The foot thing that looks where he's so like, cool. Yeah, so I cool. I have no idea how they do that. Like I I still. I watch that every time. And it's like, how? Four mm. mm-hmm. K. There was a lot of wire work in this movie. I know that because oh, you yeah, can yeah. see them. Yeah. yeah. So no, I'm gonna guess it's they... not there. I only noticed them with uh, the fire. But even thing. still, like with I the, noticed with... that when they lower her down into the trash yard. Oh, I yeah. Really, I was trying to stay awake. Um, yeah. but with the flip up, right? Like you have him on the bottom and he walks mm-hmm. around. There's His no wire. Right. I mean, there's no way the wire can work like that. Maybe it was a mannequin or something that they flipped around. They cut. Because no. they had a lot of, I don't know if you guys noticed, but they had a lot of awkward hard cuts in this film. Like, for random reasons unknown, whenever she turns the lights off at the end of the movie. I noticed that. That was a really hard cut. I was like, that was not properly timed or anything yeah. just for the dimming effect. Like, that's why they did it, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, it was it was a really hard cut, and they had a lot of those in this film. Um, but I love I love their standoff. Uh, it's I mean just obviously because the setting is perfect. Um, he kind of got a little bit more of that uh, um, him being romantic in a way. Uh, yeah, I moved the stars to no one. That. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Like it was, it, just, he, it's beautifully like, shot too. Yeah. Saying that, like, because she like took it, he'd be a slave or be her slave and stuff. And right? I was like, Shoot, I'd be a goblin queen. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't say yes. Yeah, love, love me, fear me, and yeah. I will be oh. your slave. Okay, deal. Um, <laughs> I wonder what the sets like for that for that bit actually look like. Yeah, because I mean they had to be built in pieces. It was obviously not one big one big room. Hmm. Um, but I'd be curious to see Seth photos of that. That would be really cool. It'd be it would be a lot of fun to watch the like behind the scenes stuff on the yeah. entire movie. Mm-hmm. It's mm. really interesting. 
Funny uh, thing, interesting. Yeah, actually, um, I what? didn't think about it, but uh, when they did auditions for Sarah, some cool people who came through were, or big people now, is uh, Helena Bonham Carter, mm-hmm. Sarah Jessica Parter, and Parter? Marissa Tomei, among like Parker, five other. Yeah, women. Mia Sarah was in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ali Sheedy. Uh, I know none of these names. Okay, well, you know these Sarah names. Jessica Parker. Sting almost played Jareth. Sting from the police. That's no, great. thank you. Um, and Prince was in the running, as was Michael Jackson. No, thank you. For and both Mick of Jagger. Those. What? <laughs> They're just no. with all these. It took Jim Henson's kids to convince him uh, to cast David Bowie. Like, this is, he is the guy. He is your thing. He could totally do the fantasy look. I would have been interested to sing Sting. I don't know if it would no. have worked so well. Like, he is so... He's not as flamboyant. Yeah, and I just can't imagine his... Put him in those pants? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just can't... I can't imagine... I don't know. I can't imagine The bulge just wouldn't have been the same. It wouldn't have been the same. If you see the... I should have tried out. He'd have his. He'd have it covered up with his base. Right. <laughs> What's well, the thing? Like, I, you know, like, spot. if you see... I could see Prince in the role. Yeah, because I he could has, see him doing it, but I just don't feel like the attraction of right. It wouldn't be the same. Like the illusion and allure of Jareth wouldn't be the same. Right, he would just be really creepy. Um, <laughs> but like Prince has that very showman, theatrical, flamboyant vibe. Uh, I can't see Mick Jagger at all. No, he looks way too old. Yeah. He yeah. has always looked way too old because drugs, drugs <laughs> do bad things to you. Yeah. Um. I could not. I I don't know. I I can't see anybody really, but David Bowie, Michael Jackson, like, no way. Oh no, no. no that would have taken did, this movie to a completely different place. <laughs> I mean, he he did it. He it he's, taken it to Neverland. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? He did, he, did, he did the Wiz, and he did uh, uh-huh. uh, what was it? Was it Moonwalker? No, that's what he does. No, no, no there was a, <laughs> there was a movie. There was a movie called Moonwalker. I, I think. Know. Or there was a video game. One of the two. <laughs> huh. He has his video game. Oh, yeah. You played as Michael Jackson and you moonwalked and you like set people <laughs> straight and then you did dance numbers. It was like kind of like DDR before there was DDR. That is incredible. What's DDR? Uh, dance, dance, dance Dance Revolution. Revolution. What, what, but you, I know what that is. Okay. <laughs> you had this yes. look of like, what? But yeah, I don't know. I David Bowie just has the look. Like there's something. He's got the look. He's got that mm. mystic quality to him. Yeah, he can dress you up know, really well, and he's done. It, I mean, his. If you look at his past, he he was kind of the first person to do characters, album as characters, and tour as characters. Mm. Um, Aladdin, Sane, Ziggy Stardust, um, the Pumpkin King. I've wanted Not to quite. actually like dive into <laughs> his work, and I because I'm so bad at actually doing stuff. I you haven't are yet. bad at doing. I know, but I, that's one thing that I've been, especially after like he passed. I was like, you know, everyone's talking about it, and I couldn't because I was never, I never actually, you know, experienced all of the. I, right. I, mean, I just actually, say you haven't listened to him. Well, I have I have heard some of his songs. Everybody has, but yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'd never actually like gone and his face kind of reminds me of the actor that uh, I I should know the name, but I always forget his name. The one that um, played Obi Wan, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. 
Yeah, like I'd see his face, and sometimes he'd say something, and I can kind of see it with the mouth. It, yeah, the mouth. Yeah. Um, one thing that was kind of upsetting this year was they, um, twelve days after apparently. I think that's right. Yeah, 12 days. Uh, Sony Pictures announced that a reboot was in development um, and that they were doing it with a lady named Nicole Perlman for the screenwriter. And she later spoke up on Twitter saying, uh, I am working with the Jim Henson Company for a Labyrinth project, but it's not a reboot or a remake. Um, and it's also upsetting about the timing for this because we've been working on it since 2014, so it's sad that they're trying to use his death to push this project. Mm. Uh, but yeah. so outside of that, are you it excited depends on for the concept. a sequel? I'm, I, I would love to see something exist in this world. Like It seems very rich. Um, you could do a lot with it. But what, it come, what I kind of think of is like, wouldn't everybody's labyrinth maybe be personal and yeah. different? It could be. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it Pan's labyrinth? Matt's labyrinth? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but I mean... <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I got to tell you a story. I went to high school with somebody that when Pan's labyrinth came out, they thought it was a sequel. And they were like, <laughs> oh like my they God. made a new, they made a sequel to labyrinth like all these years later. I was like, really? What's it called? Like Pan's labyrinth. I was like, I don't no, think no, that's no, related. No, no, like no. anything like what you think. Like that's Del Toro. And they like, watched no, it. like I watched the trailer. It's totally related. And I was like, oh, well you have to let me know what you think whenever you go see it this weekend. They came back. They're like, I don't know what I saw. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> <is> brutal. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, damn right. I was like, it was not a fucking sequel. <laughs> not even close. That movie will scare the shit out of you. I Isn't love there, Pan's Labyrinth. Is there yeah. another Labyrinth movie? No, Dark Crystal is kind of what everybody associates closely with it. Which I think you would really like. Yeah, you probably would. I hate it. I liked it a lot, passion. but I'm also a puppet fanatic. You like somber and fantasy, so mm-hmm. here you go. This is your this is your puppet movie. Oh boy, it's My very dark. Movie. I just <laughs> I hate. Mm. I will tell you, I don't like the creatures like, so much. Like, they like look weird. They just look kind of disgusting. I don't like the creatures. Mm. I don't um, like the kid. The kid. Actually, the I also crystal. realized something. I like him about this I like movie. His flute. Or maybe like it was, or puppet. maybe it was Dark Crystal. But I swear that we. Uh, I don't know because I feel like that owl scene would be very unforgettable. But there is a part of this movie that I fe- I felt like we watched a little bit of it and then we stopped. Like you were gonna show it to me, and then something happened, and we stopped watching hmm. it. I, I don't no know. Idea. It's either this or Dark Crystal, but there's just a scene when she was in the labyrinth, like the song with David Bowie with the baby, and also um, oh, with the with the goblins. With the, yeah, maybe we were just watching an episode of Fraggle Rock. Maybe because <laughs> that's what that I, scene I makes me Fraggle think Rock of when I was a kid. That's exactly I what I think of every time that scene happens. Really? It's it good. looks just like their home. <laughs> it does. It's good. Maybe we showed you that song, though, before. Maybe. Because I was like, I probably was it singing looked it. looked very And familiar. you were like, what are you singing? I probably showed you a clip of that or something. Did, anything, did anybody have anything they really didn't like about the movie? Besi- besides the green screen, no. That, okay. that little... But it just didn't hold up well. No. Yeah. Right? No. I mean, that TV just made it probably that look she like didn't so much worse. The goblin no, I remember it looking bad the first time I saw this. She wasn't ready to take the scepter. I mean, I don't know I what to just, tell you. 
leave that world behind. Right. No, I, I, I feel like it's really good. Um, and aside from the green screen, it holds. Yeah. Holds yeah. True it was to the test of time. definitely, which m- does make me excited for another movie since they are working with Jim Henson company because they do so well at holding up his name. Right. I mean, the new the new two Muppet movies were hilarious. They and were so good. Perfect homages to him. And uh, not to mention they do work with um, CG too. Right. So I know they can do a great mixture. Yeah. As long as it's not, the entire labyrinth is not green screen, I'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to do favorite scene? Is that where we're at? Seth, this is your first time. Would you like to do the honors of first? I already forgot his name. Cherith? No. Ludo? No. Didymus? Yeah. Didymus? I already said it, but that scene, at the I, door. it just made me laugh so hard. And I, it didn't get old, like, because he was there for a while. Like, trying <laughs> yeah. to she was really trying to fight him. Yeah. And he just kept going and going. And the whole time I was just <laughs> and then thoroughly it, entertained. It's yeah. a great ending, too, where she finally shuts him up and he's like, be quiet, Ambrosius. <laughs> like, after making all this racket, yeah. he, yeah. It's like, quiet. quiet. My, my favorite scene actually would probably be the same. But since you said that, I will, my second favorite scene is the weird dream, peach dream. Yeah. Yeah, those are really cool ones. I, I like that. It was there's just... a lot of actually there's a lot of the scenes in this movie that I really, really enjoyed. That is probably my favorite scene now. Which one? The dream scene mm. in the ball. But when I was a kid it was uh, the eternal bog of stench. Mm, okay. <laughs> Especially when Luda Ludo gets the rocks and they have to walk Every across single one, yeah. the rocks. <laughs> 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 Um, I love every time we meet a new creature, but uh, I think it's gonna be have to have to be when they meet Sir Didymus. That's because <laughs> that one. I mean, the play off of each other, and, and then forth, yeah. with Ludo fighting him, and <laughs> it's just so hilarious. And yeah. uh, I love both of those creatures, but separately, favorite creature for me would I think. It's hard to choose between the metal gate guard machine right. um, or the awesome. bird hat guy. Mm, okay. Mm. All right. I really love those. One of my favorite things about the Jim Henson's puppets are the eyes. They look so real. Yeah. Um, and that guy's, I just noticed, and his, he had moving eyebrows and everything. I think my favorite creature would definitely be the door, the the door that comes to life. That's the guard. No. <laughs> That's hers. Seth. Hmm? Oh. Uh, I don't know. I really Ludo's like kind of like Groot, but he talks too. That was another kind thing. That, <laughs> you know, that's actually kind of rare for me. Even with fantasy stuff. Um, is I'll have like with that one character that I really, really like. And the other ones I'll think like are okay. But that one character like gets me through it. With this like. Physicalities though. Huh? What? Physicalities, physicalities like wise actual creature pup- effect mm-hmm. yeah well what well i thought you were just talking no about... i mean like with this movie character. oh i really loved them all like there there were elements whatever I, he likes Didymus. don't worry. i do Didymus is probably my favorite so adorable. Yeah, i like him he seems yeah, for the most part he seems like a traditional puppet until yeah. you actually see his teeth like the that, lips was, are yeah, that was so cool and it, like when he does the whistle yeah mm-hmm. 
Plus, I couldn't get over the dog-like creature riding a dog. It was it's fox funny. riding the dog. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. And <laughs> every scene with them interacting was awesome. The only bad puppet work that I saw with was the dog when, was was the dog whenever it would when it rose its paws. Oh up. yeah, on the horse. And they're and just could, flat. Like yeah. they're just like. <laughs> and I was like, that it doesn't know. It makes like, the horse sound. <laughs> I know you guys were on a budget. Right. But I really liked Hoggle too. He he looked awesome. He mm. did. He did. Hoggle. So he, he reacted like a real person. He did. Yeah. It's good. His face looks like the guy who plays Magneto. Oh, Ian McKellen? Yeah. <laughs> you and Seth are yeah, seeing you way just, different you things just... than me tonight. You didn't see it? I saw it. It looks like a really older, fat, wrinkled version of it. I will tell you that whenever I saw the Leprechaun movies, I expected Hoggle as the Leprechaun. <laughs> same <laughs> same kind of thing. You know, mm. it was not, but that's what I expected. <laughs> Do we have any uh, movie news? Anything interesting? Rogue One's, Rogue coming, One's out. coming up. Really? Nope. Uh, Almost there. You should... Uh, well, you don't watch trailers. Mm-hmm. But they put out a new, a preview for the new Mummy movie. Uh, oh, we've yeah. seen a picture of it. Me and Kendall had Maybe. the most intense. It's not it wasn't intense. an argument. It wasn't intense either. It was so intense for me because I was just about an to. Argument. My head was about to explode because. <laughs> okay, she listen. Was, I don't understand. He oh man. Says, <laughs> he says they're rebooting the creature movies, the monster movies, Universal so monsters, like yes. Dracula, Mummy, and then I was like. Okay, so it's going to be scary. And then he said no. No. This is not what the, what the conversation was. Listen, I don't understand how the mummy movies with that stupid guy that are funny, collate, co- whatever the word is, have something to do with the mummy. Wait, what are you talking about? What, what mummy movie is funny? The, the mummy movie, like Mummy Returns. Oh, you're talking those about Brandon Fraser? Yes. Those dumb movies have nothing to do with the mummy. I like those Completely movies. different story. He says no. I like those They're movies. together, and it's a revamp of those movies. No, it's one or the other. It can't be both. She's confused because when I saw it, when she, she saw it on YouTube, I said they rebooted the mummy franchise. Mm-hmm. That's Which what is this reboot. is. But it's... Mm-hmm a the first installment of the new universal monster movies which is and completely she, separate she thing can't uh get her, wrap her mind around it. how it can be both of those things can't be both it's <laughs> one or the other well it, it's a creature film or it's a revamp of the it's Mummy all series. about rights one or the other what do you mean it's a creature film the dracula the mummy universal monsters the, whatever swamp thing those not something but okay i don't freaking care right now okay <laughs> this is what it Actually, was like for me last night <laughs> all right I it's happening that, again or it's a revamp of the mummy of the series i see the, that's a dc character but it it is because character. well hold on creature the tr- black lagoon is what i'm thinking yeah that's what you're thinking of that's what she when she said swamp thing okay. she meant creature she, meant, she messed with my head that's what so, i just said a word <laughs> i can't so, look at them right now so they tried yeah. to they tried to do this right they tried to do which apparently it's not going to be connected at all but dracula and told was going to be the kickoff for the mm-hmm. new universal monster right. and i saw movie. that you watched that i did watch I that lo- that was really okay. good. It was good I mean, it was a good movie not a really good movie but it yeah. was a good movie so Sorry. but that failed what? critically so what they're doing um is the mummy 
and the mummy uh, is is going to be this new universe, and it's going to be like now here, hold on, um, the old, and I didn't know this until recently because I just started really getting into like a bunch of the old Universal monster stuff because I got really into the Hammer stuff, but they're all con- in back in the day they were all connected. All the Universal monster movies are connected. And they tie in, and they're reimagining that world. So when they reimagine that world, they're reimagining all. They're reimagining all the monsters. What do you mean these? These are the the, the Brandon Fraser monsters, and this is the stupid series that wasn't very good, and I don't like. Yeah, no, that was a reimagining of the original Mummy, and that's just right. Yeah. I just think they were like, oh, let's do a Mummy story, and we'll write our own story about it. And you have to have rights like, to those know, to the name. I understand though. they have to buy the rights to the name, but it's not the same thing. It's still no, a it's, reboot, though. It's a reboot I, of reboot. the original story. The way I explained it last night was Evil Dead. Two was a reboot of the scary Evil Dead, yeah. the horror movie Evil Dead, I which became a, a horror comedy. Mm. Right, and then it was rebooted again a few years back as a horror movie. Right, and it's the same situation. She just can't wrap her mind around. So the, so the Mummy. Okay, so here the Mummy was rebooted uh, in the '60s as a Hammer horror stuff. Okay, and Don't then know what that means. well, there was a production company called Hammer Horror. Um, from the UK, and they had they licensed out all of the um, creatures, all like all the monsters, and they redid them um, as their own thing. And so they did the mummy there. They did Dracula, they did all that, and then everything died down. And then here comes the '90s, and we did we reimagined Dracula, we reimagined the Wolfman, we reimagined Frankenstein, and then. They didn't do the mummy because they wanted to do the mummy. They wanted to show you all the things they always talked about in the mummy movies, which was like its powers. So then they reimagined it and rebooted it as the '90s or the late '90s, 2000 series with Brandon Fraser. Mm. Okay, and now we're rebooting that whole. We're why? telling the same story, sort of telling the but same why? story again using the same characters, because Brandon Fraser turned into a comedy, and they want to make this more adventure scary. Why did and they even continue if it ended up being a comedy? <sighs> but I saw um, because it sold and it made a lot of money. Why wouldn't they just be like, Tom "Oh Cruise? no"? Uh, who? I rolled my Tom eyes Cruise. too, and I rolled my and I'm going to spoil it Why? for you. And I don't. It's not really a spoiler because if you see any bit, you'll see this. Um, Russell Crowe is Doctor Jekyll in the movie. In the new moment. Okay. Well, I'll watch it then. But <laughs> so, huh? So we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what I did. I was like, huh? I was it's like, Doctor Jekyll yeah. and the Mummy. Like, I I won't hold my breath. Um, because you you said the 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 Dracula Untold thing. I'm glad you said that because I originally thought I had heard that Dracula Untold was supposed to be the first installment of the rebooted Universal Monsters, yeah. and then I remember it critically failing. But that that's funny that that was they're just going to try again. Well, they finally, they got a direct answer. Like they'd been asking the writer because the writer who uh, is doing the mummy is overseeing the entire universe that they're doing. And he'd been really cagey. The trailer's finally out. And they're like, Hey, like is Dracula untold? Like, is it related at all? Um, And he just finally said, no. (laughs) So they're never going to do anything with that movie. again. No, it's over. So you never get to figure out who, uh, the original guy was after. That's why you never set up for a sequel unless you know your That's movie's right. going to yeah, succeed. That's right, yeah. That drives me crazy when they do that. It's like, how do you know? Like, how do you know? I did enjoy the movie. I, I saw that one in theaters. 
And when I was living in Michigan Just with my cousin, like... he was embarrassed to sit by his cousin in the movie theater with his friends. So he sat in one area and I sat by myself. <laughs> <laughs> they rebooted. They did well, not a reboot. But they retold the story of Frankenstein with uh, Daniel Radcliffe and James oh, Cowboy. Yeah. Have not... you seen that? No. I haven't seen it yet either, but I want to. That one critically failed too, but I I'd, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah. What what was it? I mean, it's called Victor Frankenstein. It's got Daniel Radcliffe and James McAvoy. I've heard of it. James McAvoy plays Doctor Frankenstein, and uh, hmm. Radcliffe is Igor. Radcliffe is Igor. Yeah, and sorry to um, do the Cheech Marin thing again, but it's Brennan Fraser. Brennan, uh, I yeah, I, I always <laughs> I fail. <laughs> I still need to watch the Universal Brennan movies. Brennan Fraser. Uh, Universal you said Monster Sarah movies. Jessica Porter <laughs> earlier. What? He said Porker. Or Por- he said, yeah, you said like... <laughs> or Porter. He said Porter. You said Jer- Sarah Jessica Porter. I apologize. I was stumbling over my words because I was reading it right yeah. off the page. You were like also half mumbling. He's normally on so top like, of everything. I'm so not. Everything. I'm like McAvoy. I was saying McK- whatever the fuck I was saying. Like. <laughs> McKellen. Ian McKellen. I, I, know, I know a lot of things, but whenever it's James like McAvoy McCall- or something. I still, for the I life just, of me, can't remember that freaking fox's name. Didymus. Uh, Demetrius. Demetrius. <laughs> That's what Demascus. I wanted to call him every time earlier. Dinamis. God, why, it, that, that, that name just will not stick in my mind. Give me a movie, it's a babe. Babe, it's power. The power of voodoo. You do. Remind me of the babe. Hey guys, thanks once again for listening to Geek Cinema Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, could you please subscribe to us on iTunes or podcast app? It would help us out. Go leave a review. And what's your theory of the labyrinth? Tell us at facebook.com slash geekcinemapod, twitter.com slash geekcinemapod, or on Instagram at geekcinema, and our website, geekcinemapod.com geekcinemapod.com you think I would have gotten that on the first time after how many times I've done this <laughs> um, seriously though uh, go out there say hi to us we'd love to chat about movies and you could tell us what you want us to do a podcast over I hope you enjoyed it once more and then we'll see y'all next week